0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: Hi, guys. My name is Kat. And my name is Letitia. And you're listening to Basically Besties. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> that was- Best intro ever. (laughs) Duh. And we're going to start off with our side eyes of the week, obviously, because we have one for every single day. Yes. This week. Do you want to go first? Sure. I'll go first.
2: So my side eye involves dad. He is literally getting on my nerves so much. So Jonathan is a very intelligent guy. I think I've mentioned it in previous episodes, but he used to get A's in every single subject, including English. And to top it off, he's a Virgo. So he's a perfectionist. Me, on the other hand, I was not the brightest kid. I mean, I did improve towards the end of my schooling years, but I also grew up with a Filipino mother. So the main language that was spoken in our home was Tagalog and very, very, very broken English. And as a result, I am not the best person at English. Not the best person at English. <laughs> example one. So, this week, Dad has really been triggering me because of these small little errors that I make with the English language. And I don't know what it is about this week, but he's just he's taking it to a new level. So, example number one, I needed... The phone charger. And so I was like, babe, can you get me that that cord over there? That cord. And I was like pointing to the mm. phone charger. And he looked at me and he's like, you mean cable? Oh. And I'm like, bro, for real? Like you don't have to be so specific in the exact language. Like you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's I'm pointing to it and I'm saying give me the cord. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, but it's not a cord. It's a cable. I'm like, just give me the bloody oh thing. Oh, my gosh. Example number two, I'm laying in bed and I'm like, babe, can you close the light? Oh. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, close the light. <laughs> close it. <laughs> and he's like, you mean turn off? So yeah, if you don't know, Filipinos, I don't know what it is, but we say open the light and close the light instead of turn on and turn mm. off and it really triggers Jonathan but it's just something that I was brought up with and it's so hard to change and so that's my side eye for him not accepting my broken English wow after how many years of marriage Mm. he should have known I know I know but I think he just like gets you know it it reaches a certain point where he just likes to
1: you know give me shit about it so (laughs) yeah what's your side eye (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, my side eye is actually about both of you guys. Because what? Because I haven't had a Mac, like a laptop charger for a while. I don't know why. It just disappeared into thin air and I do not really use my laptop that much. So, I was like, I don't even need one. But I've been needing it lately, right? And I'm sick of borrowing your guys' chargers and you guys are sick of it. So, you're like, go buy your own charger. Go buy your own charger. And I was like, okay. Okay. So I went to the shops, you know, took matters into my own hands, bought a charger, set it up at my desk, charged my laptop, whatever. I come back the next morning, the charger's gone. All of a sudden, Dad's downstairs because he works at home now, Mm -hmm. apparently. (laughs) And, you know, he's charging his laptop with my charger. And I'm like, oh, great. Mum messages us and she's like, someone bring me my laptop charger ASAP. My laptop's going to die. And she was on a meeting. And Dad was on the phone too. So I was like, okay, I'll go get my laptop charger from upstairs. <laughs> First of all, my legs are so sore from the gym. Oh, so please. I'm like waddling up these stairs. Such an effort. I go, the charge is gone. So I'm like, what the hell? Like, Because I was going to just let you borrow mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I go back downstairs. Dad is holding the charger out. As if he just took it out of my room and was (laughs) using it. And I was like, well, what the hell? Like this is – I've literally taken matters into my own hands and you guys are using my stuff now. Yeah, well, now you know how I feel because I bought a charging
2: plug and it has two little – what do you call them? Ports? The little inserts where you, like, you can insert your little cord yes. into the plug, right? So it's got two of those holes. And I was like, no one is allowed to touch this because I can charge my phone and my laptop at the same time and I don't want anyone touching this plug. It goes missing all the time. Deja steals it. Jonathan steals it. You steal I don't it. steal it. You don't steal it anymore. But yeah. it's annoying, right, when people take your stuff? Yeah,
1: I don't know why chargers are just like, You can never just have one. Like I have like eight phone chargers. Yeah. And I still like struggle to find them (laughs) and struggle to be like, I need to charge my phone. You know what I mean? Yes. Why do they disappear into thin air?
2: Yeah, I know. Like
1: what actually happens?
2: I have no idea, but it's
1: annoying. It is so annoying. So today we actually asked you guys in our Instagrams what questions you have to ask us and we're basically going to answer them today okay the first one's kind of like a little bit of an advice one Mm -hmm. should relationship or career come first i feel like i always come second to my boyfriend's career
2: Mm, this is a tough one Mm.
1: i mean well what's your like list of priorities in life right now Because it's different because you're married yeah exactly yeah what are they because i feel like dad's like last on the list yeah (laughs) cuz you just you're married so you don't really have to do anything.
2: Well no, he's not last on the list. The thing about relationships for me is we get each other, right? So if dad was on a mission to reach one of his goals and smash out his career path and do whatever he would need to do, then I would be okay with taking a step back mm-hmm. and just dealing and supporting him, right? Yeah. Which is what I think this girl should be doing because it sounds like her boyfriend is on a mission to Mm. excel in his career and she's coming second which isn't a bad thing like maybe she should be a little bit more supportive because once he achieves whatever he wants to achieve in his career then his priorities might change
1: as long as his career isn't like mcdonald's
2: well obviously It sounds like it isn't like, would you really call McDonald's a career? Sorry, that (laughs) sounds really bad. But, you know, if you're 16 and you're working behind the cash register, I'm sure he's not, Mm. you know, I'm sure he's like finished uni or doing whatever he's doing, right? Yeah. So I think it depends on the relationship. If you're consistently coming second, then there's obviously something Mm. wrong. But people have different goals in life and, you know, different seasons in their life Mm. as well so maybe it's just a season and maybe you can just stick around see if once he achieves his goal then his priorities change and if you're not feeling it if it's not you know up
1: to your standards then leave him and find another one (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think like in relationships you have to realize like that person was a whole person and had a whole complex life before you even came in the picture And so did you, right? So when it comes to like career, I don't think it's like which one should come first. I feel like obviously he values your relationship, but there's probably certain times where he's like he wants to work harder so that he can have a better future for the both of you. Yes. You know what I mean? And I feel like if you feel you're always coming second, all he has to do is tell you, look, like, I'm really working towards this promotion at work and I'm going to be busy or something, you know, mm-hmm. like I just hope you understand because, you know, I'm doing this for us. Yep. If he's leaving you totally in the in the dark and not really telling you what he's working towards, why he's doing it and just not giving you a reason, just starting to ghost you out of nowhere, that's when it's like, well, that's a bit weird. Yeah, You know, I feel like if he's like telling you the reason, telling you why... As a partner, you should just want to support him. And, yeah, that's why it's so important to just be an individual first because, you know, there's probably going to be a stage in your life where you want to be focused on your career Mm. and you will want him to support you the same way that you can support him. Yeah,
2: for sure. I agree. Love that.
1: Has Kat ever not liked one of Tisha's boyfriends? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Let
2: me tell you. This caused... Some real drama in our households. Mm. I really didn't like one of Tisha's boyfriends from the minute.
1: He was never my boyfriend. Okay, but he acted like your boyfriend. But he he acted like a psycho. (laughs) Yeah, but you didn't know that.
2: (laughs) So the minute Tisha started talking to me about this weirdo, I hated him. Okay. First of all, he has the same name as my ex. (laughs) Instant (laughs) red flag. (laughs) Instant red flag. And secondly, he was just so obsessed from day one. He was like talking about getting matching outfits and just like, it really gave me so many bad vibes because it reminded me of my last relationship you know when someone is so is like love bombing you yeah and like trapping you because you're in this really fragile state and so they're trying to make you feel like you're the only person that exists in their world and it was just giving me bad bad vibes and when Tisha like started telling me about this guy I hated him Mm. and she was not happy about it hey
1: really well
2: you were like wanting to spend time with him and I remember him calling like he would call right and Tisha would hit the red button to hang up on him and I'd be in the car watching this and he'd call back instantly and she'd keep hitting the red button red button red button red button this is
1: so embarrassing and I was
2: like what kind (laughs) of psycho does that like if I hit the red button Button. do not call me back I will call you back like it's just so psychotic that he would just call back call I back know. call back call back it was cooked it was so bad so yeah I hated him and I told her
1: yeah and, and we had
2: like serious conversations mm. about him because mm. he was such a psycho
1: such a psycho but thank the lord that's over <laughs>
2: well not really <laughs> but <laughs> well I'm just glad you actually listened to my advice, mm. because remember I was like, you just need to be single mm. and you just need to stop talking to him 24-7 yeah. and you actually listened to me.
1: I know, because I don't know, actually. <laughs> <laughs> because honestly, like, if you guys don't know, this is like – my stalker, right? Mm. That's why I said it's not really over because he messages me all the time, like mm. off fake accounts and stuff. And, anyways, and he's probably listening to this right now. <laughs> literally, I'm not even like, I'm actually scared one day he's gonna like hurt me. No, he's not. <laughs> That's <laughs> why I've been thinking
2: about pressing charges. <laughs> Luckily, you didn't tell him our address.
1: Yeah. Oh, but I've honestly, yeah. It was just a no-go. Like, if somebody starts doing that to you, it's not fun. It's not going to end well, so just block them. (laughs) (laughs) Love the advice. Literally just block them.
0: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number 1 in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: Okay, the next one is any advice on how I can stop placing so much value on
1: my parents' approval? Hmm, this is hard because I value your guys' opinion but I don't necessarily always live by it Mm. because one thing that I think about is if I think I'm making the right decision and my parents think I'm not making the right decision, I will just come to the conclusion that, well, I need to learn the hard way anyways, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's kind of where I, where if I'm ever like disagreeing with you or being like, no, but I just don't think that, or I just see your guys' opinion and I'm like, I just can't do that. Like, it just Mm -hmm. doesn't fit in with me. Then the thing I will fit in with is it's okay to make mistakes. Yeah, Your parents aren't going to be like, see, I told you so. You shouldn't have done this. Like, they're going to support you at the end of the day, hopefully. So (laughs) I think for me, I just go to that mind of, you know, and then if they are right, then they're right. Mm -mm. But I'm not going to take every single thing that they say and live by it because at the end of the day you need to make mistakes you yeah. need to learn the hard way. But yeah, what about you? Cuz
2: I don't really think you well, I will never live up to my parents' expectations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my parents think I'm a complete failure. Um even the other day like when we were talking when we had dinner with them at yum cha. And when? when? Oh, it was it yum
1: Did or, I come?
2: I don't know. I I'm pretty sure you were there. I don't know. But my dad was asking me questions about like, oh, so you went on a tour with a, you know, like he wasn't like making a big deal out of it and just kind of saying that, yeah, you just got to ride the wave while it lasts type of thing. Like they Mm. don't really think that I'm doing anything too amazing. Mm. So I always, I, I don't think I'll ever live up to my parents' expectations and I don't look for them for approval because I've been a failure in their eyes since the beginning of time. Mm. So it doesn't really faze me. Yeah. Um yeah.
1: No, that's true. Like it really depends for me the reason why I'm okay to go against my parents' approvals because like at the end of the day they're very supportive and usually we agree on the same things. But yeah, if you're like if my grandparents were my parents, I would not be on their approval at all no so I think you really have to just look at like you as an individual what do you want yes have your parents been through the same thing have your parents actually experienced what you're going through because for my mum like your my grandparents your parents are much older they don't understand yeah whereas like for me asking you advice about you know social media like you understand because you're in the same industry and that's why I like really do value your like approval I guess but it's not everything yeah. to me yeah yeah
2: so what is your love language I'm gonna tell you and you'll be like oh no it's not I already know you're gonna say physical touch
1: yeah it is <laughs> physical touch that's why like even when I laugh I just touch someone or I You know how we were talking about that? But you never touch me. Does that mean you don't love me? No, but sometimes (laughs) I do come in your room and hug you. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. But it's different. Like, with you guys, I don't feel like I need to touch you because I get to see you every single day. I feel like it's more so when I'm, like, with my friends, I'll, like, touch them because I haven't seen them in so long. Mm. You know?
2: I don't know how true this love language thing is. Like, I used to think it was very true, but, like, I feel like I need a little bit of of each love language. Maybe that's just the Gemini in me. Like I feel like I need a little bit of physical touch, but if you touch me too much, like get the hell off me, I don't want to see you. Like <laughs> type of mm. thing. I love it when people do acts of kind like is it acts of kindness? Service. Acts of service. So, you know, Jonathan taking out the bin for me or doing the laundry when I haven't asked. Like that type of thing. I I I froth at that and you know words of affirmation all that like I love a little bit of each love language there is not one specific love language that will make me feel loved like it's a little bit of everything
1: yeah no that's true I feel like the same like I I need all of them Mm. but the one that like I like the most is physical touch you know but like if you're hugging me and not telling you know giving me words of affirmation then you know like I feel like you need all of them yeah like what do you mean you're not gonna buy me a gift <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you're not gonna take the trash out you know yeah, what I mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. you just need a little bit of all of them yeah. but if you had to narrow it down to like your favorite mine would be physical touch hmm, but I'm, my- I'm saying that with the expectation that the other ones are already there yeah 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 like I'm not saying like if you just touch me, then don't talk to me. Like, I'll still love you. No, I won't. I'll block you on everything. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't... I don't know. I I don't know what I would narrow it down to. Yeah.
1: Okay. Biggest <laughs> lesson your last relationship taught you?
2: I don't even know what my last relationship was. What do you mean? Oh, as in my proper, proper relationship? Like my la Like that one? Because I've had little yeah. relationships in between. You know what I mean? No, I'd
1: say the big one. Okay. Um... <sighs>
2: That relationship taught me a lot I don't think there's one big lesson like it taught me so much about myself Mm. and it taught me so much of like what to look for in a new relationship what standards to look for Mm. um it taught me how to have confidence within myself like it just taught me so much and what not to put up with like my standards are so freaking high and I think I you know, even pass that down to you when <laughs> yes. you're looking for a man. You're like, what the hell? Like, you even take those standards into consideration. So, yeah, it took taught me heaps. Mm. What
1: about you? I think, yeah, my last relationship taught me heaps too because it was like my first relationship ever. Um, and you just learn a lot. But I think the biggest lesson it taught me was to never – like, to always have – your own life in a relationship like never be dependent on someone never you know I feel like in my last relationship I didn't have any friends like I pushed everyone away for one person like that is so silly I should have you know had friends had my own life and just you know them being in my life should have been an extra positive it Mm. shouldn't have been my whole life you know what I mean yeah for sure like but now like that's why I just I just love myself. Like I just love my friends. <laughs> I love the life that I yeah. have without my partner. And then my partner being there is just like an added bonus. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean? So I think that was the biggest lesson, just learning to be independent without someone there. Yeah. Because I see it happen way too many times when people are so dependent because they know no better. And then, you know, something happens, they get broken up with. It is so hard to recover from that mm-hmm. because you literally have no one. Yeah. You're lucky
2: you had friends there for you still. Oh, yeah. Like when you went through the breakup. Like I remember when I Bella came and took you out and I was like, wow, I haven't seen Bella in yeah. years. Yeah, Spencer <laughs> came and took you out. Like you had all your friends come to your side. Yeah. Which was – amazing and same Mm. thing happened to me as well like when I was with my ex like I cut out a lot of my friends because Mm. you know I wasn't allowed to get in touch with them but when I came back to Brisbane after I had left him all my friends were still there for me yeah
1: and I think yeah me and my friends have had so many conversations about this because I like I would just always go to Spencer and I'd be like I'm so effing sorry for like pushing you away and like Mm. not being there and like yeah it was so weird because we literally just didn't even talk yeah like a year or two yeah and then he would be like no but you know i pushed you away and i didn't even have a reason and like we've had so many deep conversations about this but yeah i was so lucky like they were still there for me Mm. i think that's real friends because I've definitely been pushed away from friends that they've been in relationships, but you know, if anything ever happened, I would be there for yeah, them. Yeah, for sure. Because you know, you're not going to go out of your way and be like, "You're too dependent on this person. This is not going to end well." You know, you have to let people learn mm. by themselves. And even if you did tell them, they're not going to like. They're not going to like it, right? So I feel like the best thing you can do if you see like a friend going through that is just be there for them if it goes downhill yeah for sure
2: would you rather get back with your ex or delete social media for a year okay you have to be with your ex for a year or delete <laughs> or delete I
1: delete media. social media for a year yep a hundred percent all I need like if this actually happened I'll delete social media I'd buy a van and I'd just travel around Australia living in my van and I'd just listen to music all I need is music yeah I don't I'm not getting back with that man, <laughs> that boy, ever. I'm tempted to get back with
2: him and then just like completely drag him down.
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> and ruin his <laughs> life. Ruin his oh, life. that's actually kind of – yeah.
2: Um, no, I, I – if I had to like be in the same room as my ex, no. Uh, so probably delete social media. Yeah. But it is very tempting. I would – totally destroy his life if I had to. Mm, <laughs> that
1: would be so funny. Like, I'm not even going to get into it, but, like, I had definitely have thought about it. <laughs> like, you know when, like, you get dumped and they call you begging for you back? Like, I was almost tempted to just do it and then just... <laughs> anyway Dump him 24 hours later. <laughs> um, yeah, that's funny. Okay. Um, that's the next one. How do you deal with hate comments?
2: Okay. I... Definitely do try and say that the hate comments don't affect me, but sometimes it does get a bit too much. Mm. Typically, if it gets too much, I actually do like a video where I'll say something and mm. share my piece of my, like share my side of the story um, when it comes to that hate comment. If it's just like a hate comment here and there, it's just like water off a duck's back. The hate comments that I can't actually stand are when they're, on Deja have you seen how she's getting a lot of hate on Mm. her get ready with me's at the moment so I manage her Instagram page and she did a get ready with me and the hate comments were out of control so I actually had to turn the comments off because I didn't like reading them and they are affecting me because mm. they are about my child and I remember asking Deja and Deja's like what I don't even read my comments like mm. she literally does not care she doesn't even take the time to read like she'll read the first you know 10 comments that get mm. posted on her video and then she won't read the rest of the comments yeah. um so that's how Deja deals with hate comments doesn't read them but me on the other hand I'll just like turn off comments or I'll block certain words mm. that I don't have to see it
1: Yeah, I feel like you sit there and read comments. Yeah, I do. Like, even if there's a news article about us, if there's anything on Facebook about me, I will not look at that post. I remember there was this article and it was like, TikTok influencer has Perth boyfriend. And I was like, what the hell? Like, no offence, but like, do people not have anything else to do with their time? Like, why do they (laughs) actually care so much, right? I was just like. Surely Perth isn't that quiet that <laughs> this is the most interesting happen, thing that happened. But anyways, there was like 700 comments. I was like, absolutely Oh, wow. Absolutely not. I'm not opening that up. Like, there's no way. I feel like for me, ignorance is bliss. Like, yeah. I just ignore it. I, I'm i the same with Deja. Like, I'll read, you know, maybe the first hour that my video is posted, I'll read and reply to comments. After that, that's when it starts to get on people's for you pages. That's when I won't
2: read comments
1: because you know and even if there is like a really bad thing I'll just delete it yeah or I'll block them yeah you know what
2: about your cockroach comment (laughs)
1: do you know what i'm talking about when this girl sent me all these cockroach (laughs) emojis because she hated me
2: (laughs) i think that's the funniest thing ever so tisha had someone who was really angry at one of her videos and tisha hates cockroaches
1: so this girl literally sent her the cockroach emoji (laughs) like a hundred times and i was like i'm not even joking she was messaging for me for like 20 minutes i was like no offense but like do you actually have nothing better to do with your time and for me when people hate like I actually feel bad for For them. them yeah I'm like you know what sad life that you have to hate something and then actually comment it yeah like of course as humans we have opinions but I would never go on someone's post and be like you are so ugly, or like you know, like, and do you know what's the is thing? Disgusting. They, w- I don't, they would never have the balls to say it to your face,
2: yeah, but they get this new found confidence where they think, Oh, I can just type it, yeah, and it's not the same. No, you typing it actually makes you a bad human being as yeah. well, honey. And um, making
1: a fake account to comment things, yeah,
2: it's just like how toxic of you, like, wow, that's just mind blowing. I could never, whatever. Like I would never go up to someone and say, you have a really big forehead. (laughs) As an
1: example.
2: We get this all the time. That's why I use it as an example. And I could never imagine a human being coming up to me and saying that to my face. But they say Mm. it online all the time. And it's like, what the
1: hell? Why would you even say that? Like, yeah, so crazy. It is like, honestly, haters just, like, I don't even understand it. Mm. Like, you can have your own opinion on someone. That's fine. But to, like, publicly say something that is clearly hurtful mm. is just, like, you need to get a life. You need to get a hobby. Like, it's actually embarrassing. Yeah. Like, for sure. I cannot. Um, if you want to say something, send it to your group chat and say it in private. Well, even that is dangerous. Remember the whole <laughs> Kerry
2: Gribble thing
1: with oh, Michaela? Yeah
2: yeah how she said something and then it leaked Mm. but well just
1: don't be a hater don't be a hater don't be so cruel
2: to other people and like mean like Mm. just be a nice human being but if you if someone is saying nasty stuff about you they're they're clearly going through their own issues and they're not a happy person Mm. themselves so yeah I think that's a really good way to look at hate comments is to have empathy for that person and move on Mm. because no normal human being would go out of their way to bring another human being down just for being themselves. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just move on. What's your favorite thing about working with each other? With me? Um, Silence. <laughs> we need that, the crickets emoji, the cr- cricket sound. Um, I'll tell you my favorite thing is actually talking to you mm. because I feel like sometimes you just hide in your room. We literally
1: hung out like every single
2: day this week. Tisha, let me finish. Even Seriously. At home. <laughs> but sometimes it's just like we're doing the everyday things where, you know, going about our lives, going to the post office, making breakfast, all that sort of stuff, and we never really get to sit down and have a chat mm. whereas – Yeah, you're forced to tell me how you're feeling. That's true. (laughs) So it's good to be able to talk to you. Mm. and you have to actually
1: speak and say, instead of saying, Mom, I'm busy
2: or you're doing nothing. I
1: think for me, my favorite thing about working with you is like we have each other whenever we go to events or you know we're Doing something extravagant, like we always have each other. Yeah. And – because I couldn't imagine doing these things alone. Yeah, I agree. And also, like, you being the organiser and I just have to
2: come along for the ride. Yeah, you're so annoying like that. But I I get what you're saying because I feel like we've kind of fallen into this industry, right? Mm. And we're so new to this and – I wouldn't know what to do if I didn't have you by my side whereas when we go to events or when we go anywhere I've got you and it just makes me you're like my security blanket almost. Mm.
1: Yeah I was gonna say that.
2: Because I would hate to have to go like if we went to our first red carpet event alone I would have been crapping my Mm. pants but I had you by my side. Yeah. Or even being on TV for the first time when we did that interview with sunrise or whoever it was Mm. I had you by my side so I've always got you because yeah if I had to do it alone it'd be scary (laughs) as hell
1: yes does Letitia actually like capybaras, or is she joking
2: no she actually has a weird obsession with
1: capybaras. I am not even joking I talked about this on tour right I am convinced I started the side eye whatever like we can move on (laughs) all the basically besties people know that you did you guys know I started side eye right I am also convinced I started the capybara trend (laughs) because I'm not even joking I was in like 2020 taking screenshots of these animals and everyone would be like what's that what's that and then all of a sudden okay I pull up that capybara meme came out and everyone was obsessed and I was like well what about me Yeah, this is true because I think you're right again, Tish. Like I even met a capybara before it was a big thing. Yeah. And I was like in tears. Yeah, I remember
2: this. I love capybaras. Yeah, and capybaras definitely weren't a thing back then. No. Like I was only just starting to learn about what a capybara was. I know, and
1: now they're huge. Now there's a song about capybaras. Yeah. I literally have capybara merch all over my room i know it's I, embarrassing people send me these plushes like these capybara plushes and they're like oh you should get this and i'm like i already have that when, when do you, you think you'll one, get over have that. it hey when do you think you'll get over it i don't think i will
2: Really, because I, I think it. you will. Because I had a Hello Kitty thing when I was like your age, obsessed with Hello Kitty. I'd go into this store called Morning Glory, and it was filled with like Japanese characters and anything Hello Kitty. I would purchase.
1: Now I'm just like mm, Hello Kitty, not not exciting me. Yeah, but Hello Kitty isn't a real living thing. Capybaras are animals. It's like Poms. How long have you been obsessed with Poms for? A while, but. Again,
2: I around your age. I was obsessed with ferrets.
1: You still talk about ferrets. You told I know, me you were going to buy me one. I'm more week. obsessed
2: with palms now than I am with ferrets. Like I used to really want a ferret, but I don't think you can own them in Queensland. Mm. So I, I just think you might grow out of capybaras.
1: Well, we'll see in a year's time. We'll have to ask. this question We'll have again. to re <laughs> reevaluate. Um,
2: revisit this episode. Do you want to ask the last one? Yeah.
1: Do you ever think about having more kids?
2: Absolutely not. Never, ever, ever. If I found out I was pregnant, I would be severely depressed.
1: Oh my gosh. On,
2: I'm dead serious, Letitia. I do not want any more kids. And I think it's okay to say that. Like, I think about this. I had my first child at 17. My life was over, okay? I didn't get to do anything. Then I had Deja, okay? And then it was like I was starting all over again. Now all my kids are grown. If I had another child right now, there's my entire life gone. So true. True. Now is my time to live. Now is my time to go travelling, to explore, to live my best life because my kids are at an age where I have that type of freedom. Mm. I would honestly be so depressed if I found out I was pregnant. I'm not even kidding you.
1: Yeah, that wouldn't be good.
2: I want you to have a baby though.
1: Yeah, not now. <laughs> <laughs> when do you think you'll have a kid? Um, Literally probably like... I always thought, like, in my early 20s, but genuinely I think, like, I want to wait until I'm, like, 29 or 30. Because something I realised, like, I actually want to enjoy my 20s. Yeah. And I would only like to have a kid once I'm married. Mm-hmm. So I would like to enjoy years of marriage without kids. Yeah, Because marriage is hard mm. and... I would love to travel and – you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. There's so sure. many other things I want to do before – even though I'm, like, I literally want to start a family now. Like, I want a little baby, but that's just a fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I just want it for, like, a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get you.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So, I have a few more years to wait before I become a gilf.
1: Oh, my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> A gilf? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What? I that's deal. my goal.
2: <laughs> I know. <laughs> a gilf with a BBL. <sighs>
1: <sighs> I, can't I can't do this today. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Well, that's the end of the episode. Make sure you give us a follow on Instagram at basically Bessie's Pod if you haven't already. And um, make sure you guys tune in every Tuesday and Thursday. Okay, okay bye. bye.
2: Basically Besties is recorded at Amplify Studios, hosted by us, Letitia and Kat Clark, and produced by Fenella Jamison.
1: We pay our respects to the traditional owners of the land and waters this podcast is recorded on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.